0: sports betting degeneracy.
1: Hey, gang! Welcome back. You're out of bounds.
2: I'm Phil. I'm here with Kyle. Kyle, what's going on? How we doing, buddy? It's it's good to finally be back. I know we, we missed a date. We had some some health issues happening and, and some busyness with home lives and, and things like that. But we're back, basically like we never left.
1: I would say you're right. Um, you're again not wearing a shirt. So I mean, it's like it's like who? Who are you? Same guy.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, uh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know, that's that's the way I feel about things. And uh, you know, I, I, if if I feel better not having a shirt on during the podcast, why why am I going to put one on? You know, what I mean, yeah, I mean nobody's it, watching this right now.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're obviously a little bit more aerodynamic as we fly through these these preseason marking market. I'm sorry, betting markets. There we go. Um, so hey, man, more power to you. Um, Today, wow! MLB trade deadline. There was some crazy, crazy moves. Do you have anything that you either a bet on or two were surprised to see?
2: Well, I didn't bet on anything. Um, I, I Surprising? Wasn't really sure. Yeah, I know. I, I I really didn't know what was going on. I was I was pretty sure Soto was gonna leave and he was gonna go somewhere, but I, I didn't. Uh, you know that that was one thing I was I was thinking of, but there were so many big players involved in that that I I just didn't I didn't find any value that I liked. Uh, one person that I I wanted to bet on, that but I didn't, was Otani. I really thought that, I, and especially we looked at it, we saw the Angels' fucking fire sale that they had. But you know, I'm surprised that that Otani didn't go anywhere. That was the one guy that I really did want to bet on. I, you know, I, I figured Yankees, Dodgers, some somebody who's got just too much goddamn money. But uh, you know, I I it hurts me to see. That Otani and Trout are now still stuck on a team that is going to attempt to rebuild once again. I just I, I feel like there's no justice for either one of these guys, and it it sucks for him. It really does. Yeah,
1: I mean, um, I mean, it's kind of good for us that the Angels have put themselves in this salary cap nightmare uh, because we just became the L.A. Angels of the East. I mean, it looks like the the Phillies. We got uh, Thor brought Syndergaard in, brought in Brandon yeah. Marsh. Yeah, man, some pretty pretty cool moves.
2: Yeah, you know, they showed up center field. They they got another pitcher for the for the you know for the roster, and and then they the Phillies also uh, went out and got, got got Robertson, you know, from the Cubs, which you know should help really close that door. And then you know with with him and the other guys they have, you know, you can you can really kind of feel. I mean, the bullpen's been better since since Thompson's been in there. Right. I mean, ever since he switched over, he's made better moves. He put guys in there at the right times and uh, it's, it's shown, it's, it's really shown throughout the whole, you know, the whole team that he's just making better decisions, which is why they're a team that's above 500 It's why they're a team. That's, that's vying for the, you know, one of the, wild card spots and now they go out there and they make a couple more moves they free you know sure up center field I know we we lost Mickey Moe a, a lot of people were especially in the book club I know we had we had people who who didn't really want to see him go because it looked like before the Birkin hand this could have been his breakout year but I, I mean yeah, how, I, how much longer do you want to wait for the guy
1: yeah I mean I for one you know did not break my heart uh to see him go I, I mean if we can shore up that center field spot if we could bring in a starting pitcher, which we did, I'm all for it, man. Um, I think he was expendable. It, I mean, it's the same thing. I mean, we we're Philadelphia is cursed for holding on to prospects for too long. Just look at what we could have had for Don Brown. I mean, we'd probably still be winning with the haul that he would have brought in. Um, but, you know, you he was a get, number
2: three po- prospect. He was mm-hmm. behind Trout and Harper.
1: Yeah. And, and he was Don Brown. He stinks. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we, we got a center fielder with some range, which you need with Schwarber and – um uh Castellanos out there. No, I'm sorry. Uh, um okay, oh, help me out.
2: Who's the yeah, other Castellanos, yeah, 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 yeah. So because so, so, Harper's uh, Harper's down. Yeah, you yeah. Once yeah. so, once you have Harper out there, you know, you can you know, with with an everyday center fielder like Marsh and you have Harper out there and Castellanos and Schwarber all mixing in those outfield spots with the DH now in the NL uh, you know at all times it it really helps this team and it's not going to help them as much until Bryce comes back and he's you know he, he's you know past this whatever Tommy John whatever he's got going on and he's got all this stuff done you know you might not really see the the fruits of the labor until next year but i mean this kid, this kid also is young. I would, I would say like 24 or 28 or something like that. He's not a young, it's not like they traded for a guy who was, you know, uh, you know, that the, you know, towards the twilight of his career, you know, some 33 year old guy who's, you know, got a year or two left. So, yeah, I mean, he's got
1: fantastic facial hair as well. I feel like that should be applauded. I mean, that is a serious beard that we were bringing into the Philadelphia locker room. And there's always room for that. So absolutely. I, I approve. I approve.
2: We haven't seen one like that. And I know we brought in Thor too, but we haven't seen one like those guys since since Jason Wirth left, right?
1: Yeah, I mean that thing got got pretty uh pretty dope towards the end there. Uh, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, yes, yeah, <laughs> that's he, he should be in the Phillies' uh, wall of fame there for that that beard alone.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. He's got my vote. That's for damn sure.
1: Agreed. Agreed. So yeah, man. So what else is going
2: on after the deadline? Uh, I saw that there were some more USFL players that went to the league yeah we're i mean it's 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 great I mean we talked about it before you know i we're very proud of this you know you've you've alluded to it already you know you feel like a, a proud dad and it's nice to see you know your baby growing up a little bit it uh it's it's really really cool because this is huge validation for the league i mean there's 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 another two or three big time guys who have moved over and this is what you want. If you're the NFL and the USFL, I mean, if you can become a true feeder league for the NFL, it's huge. And I think it's good for the USFL because the USFL season is going to be fun. You're not going to get a team that's going to be, you know, blowing away. I mean, the, the Stallions have lost multiple guys to the NFL. So, yeah. you know, you're going to get a whole new you know, group and who whole new crop of players, you know, guys who stand out are going to be in the league, you know, guys who who might not make it the league might might drop back. But but, you know, you're going to get people who are going to move. And a lot of these guys are probably going to make rosters. I mean, special teams, at least, you know, and you you can make a, a living off of special teams in the NFL. I mean, one of the most electric players ever and Devin Hester made a living off of the NFL being a kick returner.
1: Yeah, I mean, you're talking about him being in the Hall of Fame, you know, so that's uh, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So the names we want to keep a keep an eye on, we got Derek Dillon, who was a wide out for the uh, Tampa Bay Bandits. It looks like he signed with the Cleveland Browns. Um, he caught, let's see, four touchdowns, 300-something yards from Jordan Tehamao. Tama- so pretty cool. And, then a and that more wasn't a great offense. That wasn't a great no offense.
2: No, so I guess it's nice to talent. see him.
1: Yeah. And then there was Sage Surratt, tight end uh, from Birmingham. So they the champs lost another one here, but – I remember him. Uh, he was a, a real difference maker at UNC. So it's cool to see him uh, sign with the Chargers. Um, so we'll just we'll keep an eye on on all the USFL signings, man. It's exciting. Like like, like you said, yeah. I, I feel like a proud dad every every time, just doing a victory lap, and we can <laughs> talk about these guys getting signed. So
2: well, and, and you know what? There's enough of them. You know, what I mean, your legs should be tired because you should be lapping fucking. You've ran a few miles around the track by now because these guys keep going, and and it's fucking awesome. I agree. But, but let's get into what we're really here for, which is the NFC West. I want to hear I'm I'm really excited about your breakdowns in this one. I'm really excited because these are a few teams that we've talked about quite a bit. And I think there's a a, a lot of a lot of room to really shit on some guys. Oh yeah. Which is always always makes me happy. And I think there's, you know, I, I think this is going to be a very fun division. So NFC West, go ahead, take it away.
1: Yeah, so uh, you're right. We did talk a lot about a lot of these fellas, and uh, there is a lot of cannon fodder, a lot of guys that we don't like, uh, that we can certainly make fun of, and they'll get their chance. Uh, but starting with the DraftKings odds, looks like the Rams are the favorite in the NFC West at plus 125 to win the division. Uh, right behind them, we've got the San Francisco 49ers plus 150, so that's you know nearly a dead heat. The Cardinals are in third at four to one, and then the Seahawks 18 to one. So let's start with the Rams, my friend. What are your initial
2: thoughts? Well, I mean, defending champs, right? Oh yeah, I mean, this is this they're is the defending camps. you know I, I you know based off of you know projected win totals and, and and strength of schedule things like that I got them as the number two strength of schedule two hardest number two hardest um, so they're they're gonna play good teams and you know I believe that one of the reasons is because their division is tough. I mean playing the 49ers twice as tough, playing the Cardinals twice as tough. Um, but I mean this is this is the champ, right? I mean yes. this is this is it. This this was your this this is your super bowl champion and they have continuously disregarded the drift they don't care about it they don't care about draft picks they don't care about what anybody says about them spending money they continuously go out there and they spend money and this offseason was no different they went out there they got Allen Robinson they went out there, they, they improved the defense a little bit. I mean, they, they pulled in uh, Bobby Wagner. I mean, this is a team that, that somehow, you know, as a whole got better. And, you know, I, I know that that Super Bowl game was close. I mean, Joe Burrow was a, was a half a second from a, from an Aaron Donald sack away from, you know, putting that ball right over Jamar Chase for the touchdown for the lead at the end there. But I mean, this, this team got better and, and, you know, not on top of all of that, you know, you get Cam Acres back, which is really, really nice. And you know, you 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 look at this team as a whole, and between bringing the people in that you did and everybody getting another year of chemistry, another year in the system, this is huge. This is absolutely huge. And I think you know, we looked at the overall statistics and 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 things early on about. You know NFC rankings. Who was here? Who was there for futures? And I think they were like fifth on the list or something like that to win the NFC. And I think it's blasphemy. I mean, you still have Stafford. You still have Cup. You brought in a better wide receiver than on the other side than than Odell or, uh, you know the uh what's his name was, um, who was the dude they lost, Robert Woods. Oh yeah, Robert Woods. So yep. Allen Robinson's better than both of those guys. He he just is. Um, and he didn't lose
1: anybody. Even- yeah, I was going to say, we don't even know how good Allen Robinson can be. I mean, when he's been stuck in Chicago, you, you you have no idea. The guy
2: hasn't had anybody throwing to him his whole career. Yeah, and I mean, this is easily the best quarterback he's going to have. Easily. It's not, it's not close. Stafford's by far the best quarterback that he's going to have throwing to him um, for his entire career. And not only that, but this is going to be – the first time he's got a true wide receiver on the opposite side of him in Cooper mm-hmm. Cup. I mean he, he he's never really had a great wide out on the other side. I mean at one point he was playing with like Kevin White next to him. Like Jesus Christ. So it it's nice to to get those guys in, but you know, I think they've they've made improvements everywhere. This is certainly my pick to win this division. I I, I you know last year I put a bet on them, a futures bet. Uh it was after week one to win the Super Bowl. And I got great odds, and it ended up coming out. I mean, I, I'm ready to throw a, a little bit of coinage on this team again because I mean, McVeigh's a, a fucking mad scientist at the helm of this thing, and and you know, with his with his boy Stafford out here, and 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 Cup, and I mean, I I just think, you know, this team is 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 primed and ready. So yeah. you know,
1: honestly, let's just do it. I'm I'm ready to bet it right now. Um, betting a unit on the Rams to win the division plus 125. Uh, I agree with you. I think they got better. Uh, a couple of things that worry me: they, you know, they lost Andrew Whitworth. I mean, he has been just an absolute staple in that that offense for a very, very long time. Um, class act, locker room guy. It's hard to replace a fellow like that. Um, you lose Johnny Hecker. I don't know if that's a big deal or not, but recognizable name down there at punter. He was a Swiss Army knife of of kickers in the league um Von Miller another big name that that left um but I mean you know maybe he was at the end of his end of his productive career who knows we'll see in Buffalo but I did like now they they don't put much stock in the draft but I do like what they did with their few draft picks and their deep draft picks they went out and they got our guy Kyron Williams as a as a running back and it looks like he'll be slotting in behind you know Daryl Henderson for that that third spot, but I think he's a difference maker out of the backfield for sure. Would you like
2: that pickup? I, I, you know what I do? Um, I think it, it's going to be difficult to grab some carries behind, uh, cam Akers and, and Henderson, right? Because both of them are good. And when cam makers went out, uh, last year, Henderson really took over and, and was a really nice play. I, I picked him up at fantasy. Um, I, I had him, you know, like two weeks before Akers went down because I, I thought that he was going to kind of take that job over anyway. And, uh, I mean, it's going to be hard to grab some some carries behind those guys, but realistically, now I know the Rams have Robinson and Van, Jes- Van Jefferson, um, obviously Cup, but it, it wouldn't surprise me if 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 Kyron kind of finds a little bit of some slot work as as a wideout. Um, I can see him really moving out. I mean, we watch him last year in Notre Dame; he can run the ball well, but he also can can p- catch passes. He can he can move around. He he runs decent routes. Uh, you know obviously most of them were out of the backfield last year but if if I'm McVay that kind of guy with with that kind of vision I'm I'm trying to get on the field just just for the you know the hope that he's gonna you know get open and because that guy can take it to the house so I
1: mean we saw it a lot we saw it a lot and McVay is the kind of coach that he's he's not a moron I mean he I'm sure Mm -hmm. he's you know taking notes of what he's got and that's in his notebook i'm i'm sure of it so yeah. i'm not saying he's a fantasy play but i'm i'm saying that you know maybe let's uh let's look out for him to be be a game changer here by you know week 17 you know who knows maybe yeah. he's gonna gonna work his way into the rotation
2: uh, yeah I, I would love it i would love it if he got in there i mean the, the guy can seriously run the football i mean he's just kind of he's kind of stonewalled behind a a couple other guys who could really run the football too. For sure. Um, But, you know, guys like Cam Akers haven't stayed healthy, you know? So, I mean, we're not, I like him this year. I, I, you know, I know he's healthy now, but realistically, he could go down again. That, that, that's not very far out of the realm of possibility. And then, and then you're sitting with with Henderson and, and Williams, and and you still have, you know, you're still sitting there with a, a really good, solid two. And I think he could really see an uptick in play, and that's when you're starting to kind of get into fantasy viable. Um, but just as as Golden Dermers, as fans, you know, it's just it's just cool to see. And I, I think he is going to be a part of this offense.
1: Yeah, I mean, also it looks like the, the Rams have Ben Skoranek back. Uh another Notre Dame fellow, uh wide out. Um yeah. boy, that's that's not one that I can I can bang the Homer drum on. Not a big fan of that fellow.
2: Yeah, no, he's not he's
1: he was almost the he, Captain Stone hands in the Super Bowl.
2: I know, I know. And he's he wasn't a bad wide receiver in Notre Dame. He just wasn't somebody to write home about, you know. Yeah. It's it's re- that's really what it is. And, you know, on this team and and you know, looking at those guys after that, I mean you got Tutu Atwell and and, and Brandon Powell, you know, and then you just kind of, you know, scout uh Scourneck, you know, it, you really start to fall off after those top three guys, which is why, in my opinion, you know, you're gonna be looking at a guy like Kyron to come in there and 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 you know really make something happen I mean you could there there may be plays where you know you give Van Jefferson a break and you know you got Akers and and Kyron Williams out wide and you still have Henderson in the backfield I mean mean, there's there's so many things you can do with having a good stable running backs like that
1: and it's funny man I didn't even think about splitting them out you know as a wide out or in the slot until you said it so I love it man I I love that kid I want to see him do well so um, what about the defensive side of the ball? Does anything stick out? I mean, you know, they still have Ramsey. They still have, you know, Donald.
2: Well, I mean, I think they've got a top three player at each, you know, level of the defense. And yeah, Wagner. Yeah, I mean, uh, I we really fucking love Bobby Wagner. I do. And you know, you look at him, and has he lost a step? Maybe, maybe. I don't know. He's he still miss tackles. He's still brilliant on the defensive side of the football. Um, anytime you can get you can bring a guy like that into your defense, he's going to just you know run it to perfection. So the guy's a student of the game. You know, you got him in the middle of it. Um, I I know that they'd lost Von Miller, but you know, you have Leonard Floyd there, which is still nice. Um, you know, Sean Robinson is 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 not bad to have there as well. You know, you got Aaron Donald in there still. And then you got Ramsey in the, on the back end. I mean, that's a, as locked down as it gets in the NFL. I, I mean, defensively, you know, they just they're they're a very tight team to play against. And offensively, they keep the ball. They, they keep a lot of a, a lot of clock on their side. Um, and, and the defense just seems to not give up huge plays. They, they seem to find a way, uh, you know, maybe a little bend, but don't break. You really have to kind of move the ball down the field on them. And that's tough in this in this generation of the NFL. You know, there's not a lot of smash mouth teams. There's not a lot of teams who who really want to, you know, step by step, you know, five, six yards a, a pop. You know, teams are built nowadays with with the exceptional athletes that are out there to, to be big time hitters. You yeah, know it what feels I mean? Like- when you have Tyreek Hill, you want him to run deep.
1: It feels like you were trying
2: to trying
1: to say three yards in a cloud of
2: dust yeah yeah i mean that, that's that's what the nfl is now you know what i mean there's there's not a lot of you know five and outs and hey you know let's just move the sticks move the sticks the, the nfl doesn't work like that as much anymore you know you you're you're kind of put putting along until you hit your big one and that's that's kind of what it seems like to me um and, and this team offensively is, is hugely set up to do that. And defensively, they're set up to not give that up. So I, I think it's, I, I think they're really well set up. So, all right,
1: cool. So we like, we like the Rams to win the division. Um, what do you think of their win total? It's set at 10 and a half. That feels low. I'm looking at the schedule. There are some speed bumps. It looks like they open with Buffalo, then you get a free one at Atlanta, Arizona, the Niners, Dallas, Carolina. So, um, it's like feast or famine. What do you, what do you
2: think? Well, looking at the schedule, um, you know, the Buffalo game, I mean, that's, that's opening night. That's Thursday night football, you know, 8 20 PM on NBC, you know, you got fucking Buffalo and, and fucking the Rams who, you know, a lot of people are calling to be the Super Bowl this year. You know what I mean? So that's, it's, that's an awesome game. And you know, you said some speed bumps here. San Fran twice in the division is gonna to be tough. They're they're a tough team, it's a tough defense to play against. Um, you know, they do play Tampa Bay. You know, you go through this. I mean, they got Green Bay, they got Vegas, you know, uh Las Vegas, they got the Raiders, they got, you know, Kansas City. This is, you know, this isn't gonna be an easy schedule for them. Um, personally, I'm I'm leaning over because they are that good of a team, but I see I see why. They they, it's a 10 and a half because it is a difficult schedule. You have a very real feeling in the Super Bowl hangover and, you know, it's it's tough, man. That It's tough to repeat. It's tough to get back after that. And, you know, they have some might say, I mean, you know, you look at a few of these teams, you know, you know, like you said, Atlanta is gonna be a giveaway a, a giveaway. You know, Dallas doesn't beat good teams, so that's gonna be a, a nice win for them, I'm sure. Seattle, they're probably gonna take two from. But you mm-hmm. know, Denver, Denver's not what it used to be. You know, with Russ out there, that's gonna be a tough game. The Chargers are a tough game. Green Bay, Las Vegas. You know, I mean you you look at it, they don't they only have a few gimme games in there. This is gonna be a tough schedule the whole year. Yeah, so at I, Tampa. Le- yeah, yeah. At Kansas City. Yep. At New Orleans, I mean, that's going to be a tough game to go down there and win. I mean, I, I know that, you know, we're not hugely high on New Orleans, but, you know, that's still, you know, you're, you're pancaked in there. You know, that's the first away game one o'clock on Sunday, right before you're going away to Kansas City too, right after Tampa and a, a divisional game. I mean, the, 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 the schedule makers certainly didn't do him any favors. No um, man, this isn't this isn't a, a post Super Bowl Tom Brady schedule. I can I can promise you that.
1: Yeah, this thing is is murderer's row besides the the couple of of bye weeks that they have cooked in with Atlanta and Denver and um I don't care. I'm still taking the over. I'm going to ship another another over on 10 and a half wins, -105 DraftKings, So I'm I'm invested in this team and I I hope that they can figure it out. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's let's talk about Arizona a little bit unless you had anything for for the Rams and your no, final I mean, notes.
2: Do, do you want to move to Arizona or you want to move to San Fran?
1: Oh, I'm sorry. San Fran. Let's, let's go there. Okay. All I right. was really, really
2: eager to talk about Kyler, but I that know, can wait. I know. I know. I know you're very excited about that. Um, well, we can, we can probably speed through this Niners thing. I mean, this, the Niners team is, is exactly, you know, it, it's a very good team top to bottom. I mean, they're, they're, they're a good team at running back. Elijah Mitchell really came out and, and played well. Um. You know, Debo just got paid. Ayuk looked really good towards the end of the
1: of the year last year. Yeah, that kid's coming on.
2: Yeah. I'm I mean, you know, Kittle is still a top two tight end, probably top three tight end. Um, as long as he stays healthy. The offensive line is good. Defensively, they they didn't lose really anything. They they look pretty good. Fred Warner's a fucking stud. Bosa's a fucking stud. Armstead's really, really good. Um, Javon Kinlaw's gonna be a, a fun person to watch this year, I think. Um Javarius Ward, I think, is a, a, a pretty decent corner over there. Um, you know, if anything, the only other spots that I don't really like, I don't love their safeties. But realistically, as a team, as a whole, I, I think they're really solid throughout, you know. And they've got, you know, Kyle Gisselick or however the fuck you say. Um, his name, and I don't know, that's,
1: that's what we normally go with in Madden. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah.
2: But, no, I, but I, I think they're really tough. You know what I mean? It's going right. to be a good football team.
1: Yeah, I I agree. Um, The only thing I really don't like is Trey Lance. I think they've made a huge blunder at the QB one position with, with Lance. I don't think he's ready. I don't like his intangibles. I don't like, you know, um, his college tape. I like Jimmy Uh, guy's a winner. He can lead an offense. He can lead a team. Um, You know, a, a couple boneheaded plays a game, whatever. I think everybody makes them, but I think Jimmy was the guy here and I, I feel like this is, this is a super bowl contending team with Jimmy at the helm. I don't know what it's going to look like with, with Trey there. So I'm, I'm crossing them off in the division. I'm I'm not tempted whatsoever to to play them as a division winner. I think this is the Rams signed, sealed and delivered. Uh, I do like Debo. Like you said, Ayuk looks awesome. At the end of the year, he had the drop season in the beginning, but I, I, I think he's got that, that worked out. Um, And then you look at the defensive side of the ball. If Nick Bosa stays healthy, that's an all pro. Um, You know, we, we like the, the linebackers a bit. I don't know. I just, I think they're, they're solid all the way through. Um, So I I like them. I just don't like Trey Lance. And I I think a team is only as good as, as a quarterback. You can only go as far as a quarterback will take you. And this is not the guy in my opinion.
2: Yeah, I agree. And, and realistically, I think it's gonna be really big in the in the in the coming month, um, before the season starts here, because when you look at it, if you are the 49 49ers organization, right, you you don't want to have Jimmy G in there and Trey Lance in there. So I think that if they're not sure if Trey Lance is their guy or not, Jimmy G sticks around. If they want to go all in and say it and say, hey, listen, Trey's our man. This is who we're going with. You have to get Jimmy G out of that building because we've seen it time and time again. You know, the the past, you know, will always repeat itself. And, you know, history will always repeat itself, however however it goes. Um, but, But it will. It's going to cause a quarterback controversy. You know, it's going to be a game or two that they should have won that, you know, people in that locker room will believe. That Jimmy G would have won. I mean, the guy has won. You know, you can look at him however you want. You can say he's injury prone. You do whatever it is. But when he's healthy and he's on that field, the guy wins most of his games. And you know, if you're if you're gonna leave Lance in there as your number one option, you have to get rid of Jimmy G. And I'm fine with it if they do. If if that's the way they want to go, that's the way they want to go. I think it's the wrong decision, hundred percent. But. I'm happy for Jimmy G is getting out of that situation too because I don't think it's right that he's sitting there with Trey Lance behind him because the guy's done nothing but win since he's been there. He did nothing to, but one since he before he got there. He's 45 and
1: 18 in his career as a starter.
2: it's fantastic.
1: That's incredible.
2: And and you know it's I get it. You know people say, oh well, he was on the Patriots. Well, listen, the part, big part of the Patriots was Tom Brady. And Jimmy G played for Tom Brady when he wasn't there and still won. I mean, I think, you know, he, don't, I don't think he lost a game before he moved to the 49ers. He might've lost one or something like that with the Patriots, you know, in, in, in work for Tom Brady. So, you know, this team could be really, really good, or, you know, you could really see some, some growing pains from Trey Lance. And if that's the case, let's say you keep both of them and you start Trey, well, now maybe you're you're zero and three or you're or you're one and two or one and three you know you know three four games in, and you're like what the fuck I mean what do we do now you know do you put Jimmy in because at that point Trey Lance is done, I mean he's yep. he's done, so he's done for the rest of the year he's done probably in San Francisco, you know so if you are gonna try him out there as a starter he's already sat for his year he he didn't even get in. In the playoffs, I mean, there wasn't even packages where he came in and was like, oh, Trey Lance. No, the guy in any sort of, you know, meaningful game, he wasn't even a, a thought. So you are either saying that that year was important and now he's our starter. At that point, Jimmy G, who was your bridge quarterback, is gone. Or you're saying that he's not ready and you can't go out there and start him. So I think it's going to be the latter. I think Jimmy G is going to be the starter week one. I think this is what we're going to see.
1: Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Wait. You think Jimmy G's going to be the
2: starter? I do. I do. I think. I think they're going to figure this out through the the preseason and and through the the training camp that they need to start Jimmy. It, he's either going to be the starter or he's going to be off this team.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, that's all the talk is they're looking for a dance partner to to trade him, yeah. and they're not even going to play him in in preseason so he doesn't get hurt. Um, I just I feel like it's. I feel like the divorce is finalized and his he's done in San Francisco. I, I think that it's, I think that it's over. I think that it's wrong. I think Jimmy should be the starter, but uh, I, I think San Francisco is done with him, but man, that would be, that'd be really some shit. If he's the starter, you know, week one boy, that, that'd that be uh, quite the
2: turnaround. Yeah. And, and I think that, you know, this is the time that you figure that out for sure. Right. I mean, we're what six days in uh, a training camp or whatever, a week in, I mean, there hasn't been a ton of 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 time to really see Trey Lance and, and see what he's able to do. I mean, you know, the, the team wants to see him and, and see what he can do, running with the ones and whatnot. But I mean, you know what Jimmy G brings. And I think that if he's on this team still, I think there's no other choice but to start him. Because listen, you can keep Trey Lance and Jimmy G on this team, and your official outlook can be Trey's just not ready yet. He's getting there, but he's not ready. We're starting Jimmy G. Listen, maybe by week six, you're going, "Hey, listen, Trey's looking better and better and better." You know what? We're putting him in there. We're going to throw him into the fire. And at that point, you look for a trade partner for Jimmy G. Or at that point, you you know you flip and and you go, "Okay, well, you know what? You know he served his purpose. You know we're going to sit him as the number two now. We'll look for trade partners, whatever. Blah blah blah. You sit him there for for fucking emergency sake. Yeah. But I think if you go into this season and he's still on your roster, you have to start him.
1: You have yeah, to. I mean that's, and I'm sure he's cool and like let me just get me to opening day so I can get paid, you know, let me that's get all. that roster bonus. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure he doesn't care one way or the other, but uh, yeah, yeah. So let's look at their win total. Um, let's see. I'm trying to. i expect it, up. it to be about nine and a half. Oh man, where are you? It's hiding. It's hiding. So
2: where day I day. have them, I have them actually at nine and a half. That what minus, in, your... in in this, it's not. I don't have it on fan or anything. Just where I'm looking at. All right. So on DraftKings,
1: uh, we've got the over/under set at ten without a hook. It is juiced to the under minus one twenty. So uh, do you do you have a lean?
2: I'm I'm leaning under. Okay. Because I I do feel like Jimmy G is going to get traded. Realistically, Here's... Um, here's my my take all right yeah.
1: so they they start out they go chicago seattle denver you're probably two and one or three and oh, even with trey lance let's say you know trey lance is your starter i think you're two and one three no oh. so i think that's the time to hammer the under and i think you might end up with a, a the hook you might get ten and a half at that point so that's when i'm going to play the under is right after week three and if they're oh and three and i miss the boat well Fuck, you know, that sucks. But I think they'll end up being about two and one or three and oh, and that's when we hammer it.
2: Yeah, I mean, most likely they're gonna beat Chicago, right? I mean yeah, I anybody, be better. Yeah, I don't think anybody's really feeling um, you know, any any love lost in that thing. But I mean, that's on Sunday, it's the first week of the season, and we're gonna see Trey Lance versus Justin Fields. I mean, ugh, what a fucking shit show game we're gonna have to watch there. Um but after that, you know, Seattle they can probably take. You know, you're probably right about that. Even with Trey on this team as a starter, they probably take the first two. Just defensively, they probably take the first two. I don't think they beat Denver in in Denver. Um that's Russ in prime gonna, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm certainly not taking them there. And then the following week, they got LA. They they got the Rams um in, in yeah, prime that, time I, on a Monday night game. They're gonna get fucked up there.
1: Yeah, so that's why I think you have to bet this under before week four.
2: Yeah. Um, Going through just the rest of it, I mean, they got Carolina and Atlanta. It could be two more wins right there. But then they got Kansas City. They got the Rams again. Then they have their bye week. They come out of the bye week. They got the Chargers, Arizona, the Saints, who, you know, we'll see what happens with them. Uh, You know, I'd like to put the 49ers as a win over the Saints as well. But mm-hmm. after that, you got Miami, who's going to be – Not an easy fucking team to Mm -hmm. play this year. Tampa Bay, who's going to get a win, they'll beat Seattle again. Uh, Washington, I, you know, we believe, at least I believe, they're going to be a really good team. So, you know, I expect Washington to win that game. I don't think they beat the Raiders. And then who knows what happens at that Arizona game? I mean, this could really, realistically be like a six win team. Well, then maybe, maybe you bet it now and then you bet it again in week three. I, I, listen, I'm, I'm going to double down. I'm, I'm right. doubling down. I'm gonna put I'm gonna put a unit on it now, and then uh, you know once we get to that week three, I'm gonna see where it's at after week two.
0: Well, I we'll talk about it.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I I want to see you know my 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 feeling here is I want to see after week two because that loss to Denver I think is gonna hurt it a little bit. But if they're two and oh, man, I'm gonna fucking hammer that under.
1: I'm probably double have, unit. Yeah, you you might have a dick as big as Nick Foles. You see that we can only fucking wish, man. I know it. I know it. All right. Let's, uh,
0: let's take a quick break with a word from our sponsors. Guess who's back, back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right. DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie, but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane, maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the non stop action of March Madness with My Bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, My Bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid.
1: and we're back uh so let's rip into it man we got the Cardinals on what do you uh what are your initial thoughts on the Cardinals and then I'll come in on you
2: well you know what I I think that they're a little underrated this year um defensively they're they they have some pieces they're not gonna be terrible defensively uh you know you got guys like Buddha Baker in, the, in that and and Byron Murphy in the back end you know you got Zayvon Collins, who who I'm excited for, Isaiah Simmons, who I'm excited for this year, uh, you know J.J. Watt still hammering down that, that defensive line defensively. I think I think this is going to be a better defense than people are expecting. So I am excited to see the defense. Offensively, I mean you got Kyler, who I I fucking hate him. I hate do, him. Do I you think? Rated.
1: Yeah, I mean it's eleven twenty five on August second. Do you think he's currently watching film?
2: No, no. I think he's probably playing fucking FIFA or something like that with with you know his, his, his fucking playbook sitting collecting dust on on top of his PlayStation Five.
1: Yeah, I think FIFA is a really good take there. He seems like a FIFA guy.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's, he's too quick footed not to be playing FIFA. It's either that or the show. I mean, that's 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 what I'm I'm putting my money on. Do you um, think he
1: makes himself like living out his his other dream?
2: Yeah, and and realistically, and and I want to throw this out there cuz this was a really big, you know, a uh, uh, thing especially in my family. You know, I got a lot of big sports guys in my family and this was a really big uh talk when 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 this whole thing was going on. Uh you know, should he go to baseball or should he go to football? And I just want to put it out here that he 100% made the right decision by going football. I mean, the amount of money that you get as quickly as you do Playing quarterback, and obviously, if he was any other position than quarterback, I would say probably go baseball. But at quarterback, the amount of money that you get—I mean, he's—he has—he saw more money on that first contract as a as a number one overall pick than he'll see probably his first eight years in baseball. So, I mean, he absolutely made the right monetary decision, and he's just got paid an exuberant amount of money. I mean, the guy hasn't won a playoff game. Um, you know, he doesn't, they don't have anybody behind him. I mean, Colt McCoy and, and Trace McSorley aren't, aren't fighting for this fucking job. So, you know, you look at him, James Conner and, and Darrell Williams are nice little running backs. He has, you know, when DeAndre Hopkins is there, he, he's, you know, one of the best receivers in the game. I mean, he, he certainly fights for that number one spot. I'd still give it to Devonte Adams, but he's really good. They brought in Marquise Brown. You know this year, which is huge. AJ Green is is a I think a really cool little extra player that they have in there. Um, you know he certainly past his prime, but you know he's he's still uh, he's still viable. He's still a receiver that garnishes you know some some coverage. You know they have to watch out for him. Zach Ertz still has enough left in him, and, and the offensive line is not bad. So there's no there's nothing bad about this offense. And last year we saw when DeAndre Hopkins went down, how pitiful. Kyler Murray became Mm -hmm. so I I think that this is going to be a really really important year for them and really important year for Kyler Um, I mean obviously he got paid already nothing's going to happen to him but if for for the long-term outlook for the Arizona Cardinals this is a huge year and personally I just don't see it and I I think they're really good everywhere I mean if if you were sitting with with even Stafford on this team I'm I this team I think is is at the top of this division. You know what I mean? I, I think this team is, is right there. So I, I think the biggest issue is Kyler Murray. So yep.
1: Uh
2: I have a couple notes here. Um, you're right. When
1: when Hopkins went down last year, we saw how just how pedestrian that Kyler can look. Um, I do think that they have a couple nice wide outs coming up through their their system, Greg Dortch and Rondell Moore. These guys, um, were awesome in college. They, they were quick, shifty, um, could take the ball to the house. And I think they, they start to come around now in their, you know, second year and um, third year, whatever it is. I think these guys can really be game changers. So uh, I look for them to maybe, maybe step up, maybe develop, and they might be, uh, they might be some pretty nice weapons for Kyler, you know, at the end of this year, next year and and going forward. Um, Yeah.
2: yeah, I, I, I think the guys, the guys not hurting for, for weapons, right? Um, there's, there's no excuses. Even if DeAndre Hopkins isn't out there, listen, not every team, not every quarterback has fucking DeAndre Hopkins out there. Not every team, not every quarterback has a number one out there, and he has the ability to have two number ones because Marquise Brown, like it or not, is certainly a number one wide out in this league. So even with DeAndre Hopkins not out there, he still has an absolute stud in Marquise Brown. He's got a very good wide receiver in AJ Green. Still, I believe. And just like you said, with, between Dortch and and and, and Moore, I mean, he's got weapons galore. Jesus not to mention James Conner. and Zach Ertz. I mean, that guy yeah. caught a hundred balls, uh,
1: mm-hmm. you know, here in Philly for for several years. So yeah, uh, I mean, this this offense, like you said, it it can hum, um, but it's only going to be as good as Kyler can be. So yep. hopefully, he's still hungry after getting that getting that paycheck. Um, and hopefully he's
2: he's got his head in the books. Well, he's not hungry for knowledge, I can tell you that, because the fucker can't even fucking read the goddamn playbook. And I, I think if a team it, – it infuriates me because if a team is going to put that much stock into you and give you that much ability and, and give you that much power and give you that much money, you should be doing everything you can to make sure that you're a winner. And and this is, this is the issue with – you know and i've said it before i'll say it again this is the issue with run first quarterbacks because he certainly is now i'm i'm not saying that he isn't you know kind of accurate he's he's a decently accurate quarterback he has a cannon absolutely sure but he's 5 foot 4 he can't see over the offensive line i think he's and a little taller
1: than 5 foot 4
2: five, 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 whatever um but he, he he the guy is a tiny quarterback he Absolutely likes to run. He's he certainly loves to be a one read and go type of guy. And listen, he's fast. He's he's unbelievably fast. But realistically, it's it's these run first quarterbacks, man. They don't they don't care. They've gotten to this point, and I talked about this in the book club, but to this point, they have gotten by on superb athletic ability, and it's brought to them, you know, basically most of them to high draft picks. First round guys, you know, high first round guys. You know, you got, you have guys like Kyler, you have guys like Jalen Hurts, who you know, second round pick. But you know, you have uh, uh, Lamar, who was a, a a late, you know, first round pick. You know, mm-hmm. I know I think thirty seconders. I think he, you know that was an Eagles trade. Um, but you know, these guys they get to the league and they get through high school and college and stuff like that by just being entirely more athletic than everybody. That's just the way that it is, and if they can put it all together, then they're lights out. They're amazing, but most of them can't put it together. It, whether it be the fact that you just don't care enough, you know, you like Kyler, you know, you just don't care enough. You don't want to read the books. You don't want to go through the plays. You don't want to learn the offense. or it's guys like you know Lamar Jackson who, you know, has everything but just does dumb shit. Like you're just stupid. Or a guy like Jalen Hurts who just refuses to learn how to read a defense. I mean, I, I'm an Eagles fan and and I follow every single Eagles, you know, reporter to, to find out what's happening in training camp and stuff. And this year we're seeing the same things we always see. You know, you're seeing him overthrow and underthrow guys, you're seeing him not read the defense, you're seeing him throw into into guys who are triple covered. It's 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 the way of you know give and take. And and what you're giving is you know a guy who has superb speed and who can break down plays and 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 you know make things happen in the regular season, but what happens in the playoffs is that you know you don't win, and right. and that's and that's an issue, and I think that until Kyler really wants to take this seriously, um, if there's one of the guys other than probably Lamar, I, I'm, Lamar has a cannon too, but if there's one of the guys I think that can really put it all together, it is Kyler. I I don't think he's stupid whatsoever. Um I think he's supremely talented when it comes to arm strength and speed and an ability to 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 be accurate. Um he just needs to care. And I yeah. think if 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 he does that could be huge for this team. I think this team could go on and and really make some waves.
1: Yeah, now here's what I care about getting it right. Kyler Murray listed at 5'10". 5'10".
2: Yeah, I've, and and you know how these things work. They they always give you a little bit extra. <laughs> this, five, guy's, this guy's 5'8". This eight five eight five, and a half. Yeah, yep. this this Big guy's yeah, this, the, this guy's like the your receiver shoes. from the Eagles that you love. Yeah. Oh yeah, he had platforms on during the fucking draft. Don't worry about oh, like, that.
1: Like the seventies. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. All right, so but, we've got <laughs> the Cardinals. We've got them at over under eight and a half. Uh, it is. Minus one ten both sides currently. Do you have a play here?
2: I'm on you, stay away mode. What do you have it at? Eight and a half. Um so looking at their schedule, um, strength of schedule, they uh let's see where where I have them here.
1: I mean, it's probably very similar to the others in the
2: division. It's, it's actually, it's actually they they kind of have a difficult schedule. I have it as the um eighth most difficult schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kansas City, Las Vegas Rams. Oh my God, they got murders ready to start the fucking season. Three. Oh my God, hold on. One, two, three, four, five. Just they to have, our
1: listeners, yeah, Kansas they, City, they have, Las
2: Vegas, Los Angeles Rams, Carolina. Four o'clock Philly. games to start the season. They don't yeah. play a one o'clock game, and then they go to an eight fifteen primetime game on Thursday. Um, yeah, Kansas City, Las Vegas Rams, Carolina, Philly, Seattle, New Orleans, Minnesota, Seattle Rams. Niners, Chargers, bye week. New England, mm-hmm. Denver, Tampa, Atlanta, San Francisco. I'm going under.
1: Yeah, I see I see wins uh, at Seattle. I see a win yep. home let's, versus let's Seattle.
2: Two versus Seattle. Let's say they take two. And then I see a win
1: um, Atlanta at versus Atlanta. Moore. Yep. So that's three. Uh, home
2: versus New England. Let's say they take that one too. Okay. Because I think New England's gonna be booty this year, but okay, let's let's take let's go those four. Let's say they 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 split with San Fran, that's, so that gives them five. That's a tough road to hoe, but okay. Yeah, but let's say they split with them, that's five. They and don't maybe, beat Tampa Bay. They don't beat Denver in Denver. Let's um, say they um, Carolina they one. They take one
1: between New Orleans and Minnesota. Maybe they win one of those games.
2: Yeah, I don't think they beat the Eagles. Okay. um, they I think gonna Carolina is going to be a tough game, mm-hmm. but let's say at most we're looking at, at seven games. Yeah. That All we right. can barely really see his wins. So it feels like an under. Yeah, and, and and that's with taking a sweep on Seattle too, which is always going to be a tough game. It's still divisional, and it's sure. still difficult to go out to, to Seattle and win. Um, And we don't really know. I mean, we're going to get into them in a second, but – You know, that that's a very difficult team to kind of figure out. So um, they could be decent, they could be not decent, they could still steal some wins, you know. That's with giving them a sweep. I'm going under on this team. I don't I don't like them. I don't I'm looking at like a like a seven win team. And listen, how how long is Hopkins out for? I think six weeks. Okay. So I mean, you're already gonna lose the first three. Carolina becomes tougher without Hopkins. You're not going to beat Philly without Hopkins. And then your your first your first game against Seattles against uh, there's no DeAndre Hopkins out there. You could lose that first game against Seattle. This team could start 0-6.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and not to mention, you know, you are at Carolina, which is, you know, yes. across the country. Yep. Um, yeah, some tough travel spots here as well. Um, so yeah, this feels like an underman. Let's let's do it. Let's put it in the books. Under I mean, eight and a half minus one ten DraftKings. Uh, cool. All right. Last but not least, go ahead. Let's, let's talk about Seattle. Will you, is there anything positive here? I mean, this is a bad team.
2: Well, I mean, strength of schedule. They've, they've, they're, they're a, a little bit easier than the Cardinals. Um, I mean, the team's not looked at as a, as a, as, as a team that's really going to come out and, and, and beat a lot of teams. I mean, I'm looking at their, Depth trial right now, and they've got Geno Smith logged in as the, as the starter over Drew Locke. So I, I don't know what that's going to be. I mean, I would assume it's going to be Drew Locke. Um, you know, Rashad Penny and Kenneth Walker, I think, are, are going to be a decent running back duo. Mm-hmm. I, I like Tyler Lockett. I love DK. After that, you kind of move down a little bit. You got, you know, Freddie Swain out there. Um, I, I think Bo Melton actually comes through and, and takes that Jersey job kid. Over. Yeah, I think he kind of takes takes that job over. Um, if you want yeah, some great speed, you got Marquise Goodwin out there
1: too. Yeah, Melton was, uh, boy, he was a game changer at Rutgers last year. He's a dynamic receiver. So, uh, yeah. yeah, they they may have something there. Um, but and Noah it's Fant. going to be
2: the three, I think, is going to be nice. I yeah. think it's
1: going to be helpful for him. And then, you know, Noah Fant at the tight end. Uh, what do you think about this offensive line?
2: Uh, it leaves the same the same as it always has, it leaves a lot to be desired, right? Sure. Um yeah. And I think this is where the biggest offensively the, the biggest hurdle that they're gonna come across is is how's it gonna be when Ross isn't bailing you out? Um and, and that's going to be the big thing for me is that, you know, Russ really hit a lot of issues on that offensive line. Grabbing Charles Cross, I think it's going to be huge for the left tackle position. That's really going to hammer some, you know, some stability down at, at left tackle. Um, I, I I like Gabe Jackson when he's healthy. Uh, mm-hmm. The rest of the guys are are maybe serviceable. I don't know. We'll find out. Uh, but if they can play together, it'll be helpful. Um, offensively, here's, here's my thing. What – well, let's go defensively and then and then I want to talk sure the whole the whole deal here. What do you have defensively?
1: I mean, they lost they lost a lot everywhere. Um it this is this is tough. I mean, you you lose Russ, you know, leader, a- absolute leader in the locker room. Um but on the defensive side, you lose Carlos Dunlap. You lost Bobby Wagner. You lost uh Kim D.J. I mean, I, that's, that's some pretty good, pretty good talent that, that left your locker room and you didn't really refill it with, with much. What Artie burns Sidney Jones. I, I I don't know. I I don't know how all these pieces fit together. Um, you're going to have a great home field advantage like always. Um, but who's going to come out and root for them. I mean, you you gotta be, you gotta be pretty good, you know, to sell tickets in the NFL. I, I would rather sit at home and watch red zone. I'll tell you that. Um, I mean, I don't like anything on the defensive side of the ball here. Um, so I mean, well, I think
2: safety-wise, you're really good, White. Right? You got Jamal yeah, I mean, Adams and Quandre Diggs. You're really good, at sure. safety. Sure. Um, so <sighs> I really like Jordan Brooks at middle linebacker. Um, he's not Bobby Wagner, but I think he's going to be a really good linebacker um, for this team. And and when you look at the rest of it, the other linebackers, the the corners, the 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 D line, nobody really sticks out at you, right? Uh, if if I'm if I'm looking at this team as a whole, and that's kind of what I want to get into here, is this team as a whole? Because you're you're dead right. Nobody here really jumps out at you. You know what I mean? Nobody, nobody, nobody makes you feel comfortable. You know, other than safeties. You know, you don't look at a guy and go, okay, this guy can change the game for us. And it's hard to win in the NFL when you don't have somebody like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I I think the only game changer is Jamal Adams, and I mean, he's probably going to want out eventually, don't you think? I yeah, mean, I, I would I would think so. Yeah. So. so I mean, offensively, they've they've got some problems in the, the quarterback room. Geno Smith, Drew Locke, pick your poison. I mean, where do you go? If if you are, you know, uh the general manager of the Seattle Seahawks, who's your pick?
2: Well, I'm going Drew Locke. Mm-hmm. Um, but realistically, if I'm the general manager of the Seattle Seahawks, um, I'm finding a way to bring Jimmy G into my into my squad. God, he's gonna um, be expensive in the division, my friend. And and that's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Because I believe if I'm the Seahawks, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, they have a pretty good coach still out there, correct? I agree. So and he's a defensive minded son of a bitch. This team defensively could still be decent under his tutelage. I believe in him that much. I believe that he has that ability to to take, you know mountains and 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 you know or molehills and make them into mountains i i feel like he has the ability to 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 take you know 50 cents and and buy something that's worth a dollar Hmm. um so i i think that they're going to be okay defensively just because he's a defensive coach he always seems to reload even there's guys that we don't even know about that he was able to reload when you know we looked at this you know five years ago we're like who the fuck's this guy this guy sucked. and then all of a sudden boom there yeah, they are. Damn, uh, Chancellor. Yeah, yeah. Can't hear the facts. Can't. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's, Eagles. Let's pass on him. Like, let's pass on Earl Thomas. Like, like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And then they go down at, at two. Of, he he created the Legion of Boone. Um, I, I, th- and he's starting out right now with two fucking awesome safeties in, in Diggs and Adams. So, you know, overall, I, I feel okay about the defense just because of who my coach is. So offensively, I look and, and I'm looking offensively at the offensive line and the quarterback position because everywhere else, I think you're okay. And realistically from, from a betting degenerate mindset, just we just I don't give a fuck what the Seahawks do personally. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about them at all, but I I want to have the most information and and see what is going to get me a bet. So, so what do you have as the over under here? I'm pulling it up as we speak. Mm -hmm. Seattle. Because I have it here they look a pretty good line's like five and a half hmm.
1: Yeah um, I mean let's say it is five and a half I'm while well, I look for it uh, it is five and a half how about that juice okay. so. to the over minus 140. the under is five and a half plus 120 so you get get a little plus money there. what do what you what are you doing?
2: So looking at looking at this team here, right I'm looking at their schedule. Denver, San Fran, Atlanta, I still think they beat Atlanta, even with the team that they currently have. So that's one. Detroit, I, you know, you think back in days that that's a win, but I don't think it is this year. Um New Orleans, I'm probably not giving them that, especially down there. Let's say they get swept by the Cardinals. Chargers, I think they beat the Giants. Sure, two. Um Zona, Tampa Bay, Vegas, Rams, Carolina. I'll probably give three. them a win at Carolina because it's okay, a home three. game.
0: Sure.
2: Um, San Fran, Kansas City, the Jets. I'll give them four. There's four. So there's four that we have with the current team. If they make a move for a quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. I think we can feel better about them splitting with Arizona, stealing one from them. Mm-hmm. I think we feel better about the, the, the Carolina game, um, I think we feel better. Maybe about the the Saints game, I think we feel better about the Detroit game. Um, I, I think that I think they can get to six. Okay, um, well,
1: here's the problem with that. You say, you know, if they go get a quarterback, well, if they go get a quarterback, this thing's going to move. You just said, you know, that they're the, the biggest problem is in the quarterback room. So if if they go get a quarterback, this thing goes to seven and a half or eight and a half. Who knows? Uh, so it will it will move you know with that news so uh, are you are you thinking that maybe you should bet the over now thinking that they will get a quarterback
2: that's 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 where i'm kind of heading here is i believe that in the in the in the Pete carroll world right they don't want they don't know how many years he's going to be coaching their left um And it's hard to find a coach with his type of pedigree. It's hard to bring in a coach that's going to be as good as him. I don't think he's going to go out with Drew Locke as his fucking starting quarterback. Um, So if I'm looking at it, I think that they're going to make a play for a quarterback here. And I think they're going to do it at some point in in this season. And realistically, I just need them to do it by week four. And if I'm looking at that, I mean, it could happen over the next month. I'm going to go out and say that they're going to get a quarterback and I'm leaning over on this total. I'm sorry. Okay. I just can't see a Pete Carroll team, a Seattle team with it, the fans that they get, excuse me, with the fans that they get, with how difficult it is to play in their stadium. I can't see that team winning less than six games. I just, sure. Can't.
1: I mean, I, I get it. I get the overplay and I mean, fuck man, it's August 2nd. So we're allowed to Put a lot of ifs or ands or yep. um, you know qualifiers on this thing. I'm staying off. I need to see who the quarterback is. If it's Jimmy G, I will probably play an over, over eight and a half. I might even play over nine. You know, where where nine is the push. If it's somebody like Jimmy G, um, it. I have no idea how this thing's going to play out. So I I don't want to be holding an under ticket if they go and make a huge move. So I'm staying off until they make the move. And then I will, will go from there. Yeah. Pounce. I don't, I, yeah. I, I, and hopefully try and try and shop it and find, you know, an extra win laying around somewhere. So, yeah. um, I, Yeah. I'm going to,
2: I'm going to, I'm going to strike before it happens. I'm going to, well, I'm going to preemptively strike. You've always been
1: an aggressive guy.
2: Yes. Yes. And I'm, I'm going to put it and I'm not going crazy. You know, I'm, I'm going to do a half unit on it. Um, You know, something that I feel, I feel comfortable, you know, Yeah, I mean, putting out there for six months,
1: maybe maybe Vegas agrees with you, and that's why this thing's drew so Joe so highly to the over at minus one forty. That is a ton of juice. Yeah, Um, but I I I can see it. I I I think you're on the right trail. I just can't do it, and I like the bet a lot. And I just will. uh, (laughs) I'm I'm having trouble not following you on that one. I'll tell you what.
2: Yeah, well, listen, you know, there's 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 room on the train, and you know what, the train hasn't left the station yet, so there's time. Yeah, keep a seat warm
1: for me. Why don't you? Yeah. You know what? I, seats taken. Seats taken. Can't sit here. So, I think that's it. Do we have anything else we want
2: to talk about? Any any props? Any well, any? Uh, go ahead. Prop wise, I, I want to do another. Another show as we get closer, um, because it's hard, right? It's hard to follow some of these props that we put out. You know, we go week by week and we put all these bets out. Um, and it's hard doing a lot of futures, right? It's, it's hard sure. because it's it's money that you don't, you don't see. You're just putting it, you know, in a safe place, You're throwing it under your mattress for a few months. Um, so I want to do another prop session as we get closer, um, you know, to the, to the year, maybe, maybe after some lines moving and stuff like that, see how we feel again, uh, see if anything's moved towards, you know, somewhere we find more viable to bet. Um, you know, do you have any, any props that you're, you're thinking of now?
1: Nothing, nothing.
2: But what I am going to do
1: is I'm going to put out a list of everything that we have talked about. Cause I've been keeping track over here. So, um, I will put that out right before week one. I'm not putting it out beforehand because you got to listen to the show absolutely Download and listen to every episode because we're spitting fire um but yeah I, I agree with you well we should recap see if the market's moved on some things people are going to get hurt uh that you know we may lose some of those props before the season even begins 100 that's the name of the game i mean i it love happens. betting futures are my favorite thing to bet and to talk about and uh i think of it as a, like a little a little savings account because i'm a i'm a degenerate you know and you know maybe it goes up maybe it goes down who knows it's yeah. like yeah it's it's my christmas fun. so that that determines how good of a present you're getting
2: this year mr well you know what i'm i'm okay with that i'm okay with that cuz you know what we're spitting hot fire and yeah. you know if 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 our future bets based off of what we get present wise we've had some really really heavy christmases because yeah there's one thing that we seem to really really fucking hammer it's it's futures we, yeah, we just and- have always seemed to do well Listen, and we got to hit some because you
1: you must not have any shirts over at your house. I know we talked about this already. Yeah. But, I mean, that's that's number one on on the list for you. I'll tell you that. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, when you look this good, you, you tend not to wear a shirt, you know, in whatever. Peak whatever physical you. condition. <laughs> yeah, uh, one, athlete, one thing right? <laughs> one thing I do want to talk about, you know, that you don't need a shirt for is the fantasy league. Do it. You don't need a shirt, you know, to be one of the guys in, in the Gen fantasy league. Um, I know we have a lot of a lot of. Fucking movement in the in the book club about guys who want to get into this um you know i just want to take a quick second and, and go over kind of some of the things that we're doing uh we are working on it for you guys um i know it's a really hot item right now real hot take um but uh, you know <laughs> it's uh it, it's coming along uh it's going to be Dgens only uh so anybody who doesn't listen to the show if you are interested come on out join the book club and you can get into the fantasy league, uh, buy-ins. We're, we're still working on that. Uh, we do, you know, our fearless leader arch is going to be the banker. He's going to be holding everything. Um, the, the, the actual, you know, DGen admins aren't going to be invited. So, you know, unfortunately anybody who just wants to get in there so he can beat and talk shit on Panther, unfortunately it's not going to be able to happen. Honestly, um, here's my thought. You know, mm-hmm. I've been, I've been quiet through this whole thing, but
1: yes. we have enough interest right now currently Uh, Where we could probably have two leagues. Yes. And by the time this thing racks wraps up, it may be three, it may be four. So there is enough DGen host podcasts Mm -hmm. where maybe we could throw one in each league as a you know, beat the champ, you know, win a prize. Who knows what it is? It's not hard to beat me. I stink at fantasy football. So um, but yeah, I mean there's been just a ton of interest. So head over to the dgens.net sign up it's 25 bucks a month um, but beyond that you get all of our plays you get full cards of baseball every single day you get tennis you get all the racing stuff first uh, before the lines move you get Aussie rules football you get WNBA which has been awesome you get counter-strike go we get the, we bet on video games shit we're betting on darts tonight i mean i can't wait to say
2: it we we also do fucking darts now we're fucking
1: betting on darts tonight and there's write-ups and we used elo rankings i mean we paid for data and we ran that thing through our fucking algorithm who knows how it's going to work out we'll see but the dgens.net 25 a month kyle do
2: you have any final thoughts you know i just i you know i'm excited this was a good nfc we got through all the divisions um You know, later on this week, you know, we're gonna we're gonna start hammering into the AFC. So, you know, get into the book club, um, listen to all the shows because it's not just ours. It's the Daily Show is fantastic. Um, They go through everything. You know, you get your your daily MLB bets in there. Um, They go through a a lot of uh, you know more contemporary you know stuff that's going on. Uh, I'm sure that they're gonna hammer into these trades tomorrow morning. Uh, But yeah, I mean, get into the book club because it's it's fantastic. There's so much stuff that's going on that we don't even get to in any of the shows i mean b- between you know all the shows that are around the dailies and and you know sundays with the saxy and, and our show we, we don't even get to half of the stuff that that goes on in there i mean you know if you're not if you're not in there yet you are just giving money. bingo so
1: again i'm out of bounds this was the nfc west preview with my man kyle kyle say goodbye uh, he's out have a good night everyone
0: Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner or operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its content. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day.